to the Grab the Map podcast. I'm John Crutchfield, and uh, this is where we don't just look at it, we grab the map. I've been having a great time talking to you guys uh, the last few podcasts. We've had a chance to cover some great topics, but today I thought we'd make a little switch and we talk to somebody who's who's pretty new to this, but actively doing deals. You know, a lot of times I get emails at grabthemap at gmail.com. People will email me and I respond to every single one. And sometimes I give them advice and I don't know if they actually take action on it. But I've got somebody here who I'd like to introduce you to who's taken action recently and got something done. So Let's jump right into it. Ramon Gary, how are you, sir? Man, I'm doing awesome. How are you doing? Doing good, man. I'm so happy to have you on the podcast. I think you might actually be my first adult guest. <laughs> hey, that, hey, gotta be the first. You gotta start somewhere, right? Have you heard the other guests? I, I had a, a couple of podcasts with my kids. <laughs> I, had, I hadn't heard that so, one. So I've had some time doing some interviews, okay, and a okay. little bit of experience. <laughs> but you gotta get to be the first person here. Yes. Um, but I want to just talk to you a little bit because I know you jumped in into real estate, successful professional in some other areas, but mm-hmm. why don't you just tell everybody a little bit about yourself and what you have going on? Uh, yeah, my name is Ramon Gary. Um, I'm from right here in Tupelo, Mississippi. Um, new to the real estate game, but I am really learning a lot. Um, I, I work in healthcare, I work in the uh, physical therapy field, I'm a physical therapist assistant. I've uh, been doing that about 12 years, uh, married, um, got three kids, and hey, just looking to build uh, my real estate portfolio. Man, it sounds like you have the like typical American dream family situation, right? Yes. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. So I wonder, with all those things going for you, what made you think that you needed to also do some real estate? Um, but just probably by the last, three or four years, I've been a part of a uh, financial learning community. Um, and we just learned about uh, you know, improving your finances by building wealth uh, for you and your family. So once I became a part of that community um, and just started networking and talking to other people, it makes you take a serious look at your own finances. And um, you know, if you keep doing the same thing, you can kind of see the handwriting on the wall. So if you keep doing those same things and you see it down the road, um, probably nothing's going to change. So I just kind of reached out and started looking for some other opportunities, some other ways um, that I can build wealth uh, for me and my family. Good. And I know that's a big part of it because, you know, until you have a, a, a foundation, a sound financial foundation, a lot of times you can't even think about investing right. in real estate. And, you know, I wasn't really planning on going down this route, but um, I'm sure we have people that might listen to this podcast who be interested in reaching out to you or getting more information on, on what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So how could somebody reach out to you and find out more about getting that financial literacy education? Uh, yes, um, I'm on all the social media uh, platforms. Facebook, uh, you can just search Ramon Gary, R-A-M-O-N. Uh, G-A-R-Y um, on Facebook, uh, Instagram. Also, you can um, email me at, at achievementproperties at gmail.com. Very good. Very good. Thanks for sharing that information. So you decided that, that you wanted to get into real estate um, to do better, to do bigger things, mm-hmm. right? Right. Um, walk us through like your, your first transaction, your most recent real estate transaction. Um, like I said, it's all about your about your networking and getting around other people that's already doing um, the type of things that you may be interested in doing. Um, so just getting around those people, listening to podcasts, um, reading books. Um, and I heard it on a podcast one time. Um, it said, "Don't wait if you're interested in being in real estate. 
uh, or becoming a real estate investor, don't wait to start telling people. All right, so don't wait. Don't wait to start telling people exactly what? Don't wait to start telling people that you are a real estate investor. Um, so I started doing that. I started you know, telling people that I was looking for houses. I am a real estate investor. Um, and I was telling my aunt one day that I was a real estate investor and I was looking to get into the real estate game. Um, and she had a friend there that was with her. And so she said, I happen to know about a house that's maybe vacant. I'm like, really? Mm -hmm. She was like, yeah, I, I really do. Um, I was like, well, what is it? Like one bedroom, two bedroom, do you know? Um, she was like, it's a three bedroom, two bath. I'm like, you gotta take me to the house right now. So we actually jumped in the car, uh, rode just a few minutes down the road. Um, I looked at the outside, it looked great. Um, and I said, do you know the owner? She said, sure I do. So she gave me the owner's information um, and I called her and we just started negotiating from there. Right, so how many houses had you looked at before this happened? Um, I probably looked at maybe five to 10, um, just kind of looking at them, just kind of evaluating them. Uh, but like I said, just doing some research, they say the ideal of what I was looking for is a three bedroom, two bath. So you had a clear vision of what type of property you were looking for. Why a three bedroom, two bath? Three bedroom, two bath, um, that's, uh, kind of standard in this area and it's very popular. Um, it's, it's easy to rent a three bedroom, two bath. Yeah, I found that that, that seems to be a house that people stay in longer. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they usually want that second bathroom because they can have the kids have a bathroom and they right. have their own bathroom. Um, I've seen the house. So what I really liked about it too is that it had a garage mm -hmm. and you have a lot of people who in this area, because it gets cold in the wintertime, right. look for a garage as a as a key feature in a house so um, definitely think you made the right choice um, but once you saw the outside talk us through what did you do from there like were you able to get inside or yeah so we uh, like you said I, I contacted the owner um, asked her would she be interested in selling she said sure she would um, so she kind of told me her story her background about that so we set up a time that we could meet um, she walked me through the house. Um, it did need some repairs, um, but it wasn't anything too major. Um, I, I made her an offer. Um, she countered, and, uh, and I accepted. And so we just so between there. the time that you first saw the house and the time that you made the offer, about how much time was that? Uh, probably about three or four days. About three or four days. So that was a pretty quick turnaround. Absolutely. Um, I know that in some areas that would be considered a little slow. Actually, okay. <laughs> but I think that you benefited from being the only person that was approaching this seller about a about an offer. Absolutely, and that's that's a big benefit. Is when you're the only person talking to the seller, mm -hmm. you get full negotiation rights because they don't have a realtor in the middle. Right. They haven't been getting offers from multiple people, mm -hmm. and you can kind of work the deal in your favor, um, but also benefit the seller right. in this case. So that's pretty good. Let's talk let's think about like during the during the, the rehab process because I'm assuming it needed some work. Yes it did. Why why what kind of work did it need? Um so the house was vacant for about three or four years. Um so it needed a lot of uh, plumbing work. Um we redid the floors. Um it had carpet down so we re took up all the carpet and uh, did stained concrete. We did the floors, we did countertops 
Um, it has some um, some damage in the ceiling from somebody walking in the in the uh, in the in the attic. Um, so we redid that, replaced hot water heaters. Just uh, really basically because it was so vacant for so long, just kind of updating and getting the plumbing and stuff back up to date. We did some some painting, just some cosmetic stuff, uh, but nothing really too major. But you're busy. Like, how did you get all of this done? I mean, you're a working professional, right? Did you? How much did you do? Did you have to hire any help? Yeah, so um, we, we hired some contractors to do the um, the floors, um, to do the countertops, and the uh, the plumbing. Okay, but you did some of the work yourself as well. Actually, yeah, I actually had to get in there, so I actually learned myself how to uh, put in some faucets. Okay. Um, so I did all the painting. Uh, it had a couple holes in the wall, so we was able to mud uh, and, and, and uh, fix those up, uh, repair those holes in the walls. Um, yeah, so I had to get in there and do some scrubbing and cleaning myself and say, yeah. get, get your, get your, uh, get your weight up. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> good. I mean, my, my first house, I got on my knees and right. I put in, a, changed the electrical sockets mm -hmm. and I dragged the hot water heater out of a closet and dragged right. a new one in and yes. did some painting, some floors. <laughs> Shoot, recently I've had to do some. Yes. <laughs> so definitely have to put in the sweat, the sweat equity sometimes. That's right. Um, and not only does it save you some money, but it also can um, really allow you to understand what you're hiring people to do when you're mm -hmm. looking for for contract help. Um, so that's that's pretty cool that you that you uh, did some of the rehab work yourself. What did you have any hurdles like along the way of, of getting the remodel done, or or even just from the beginning? Were there any things that challenged you during the process? Um, yes, we had we had some hurdles, and I probably would well, the one that comes right to mind is probably what most people that are looking to get into the investment or to real estate. Um, the hurdle they have to cross was was financing. Um, so I, I just began to to look at my personal financial situation and um, just kind of look at what I've been doing over the years. And there's there's a lot of ways that you can uh, begin to get into real estate. Um, but I chose to go the route of uh, looking at my 401k or um, your 403b and it's a lot of experts out there that say you know they may, you should never touch your 401k or your 403b but like I said I just had to look at my uh, my personal financial situation and I've been working at um, my current job for 12 years so I looked at my retirement account and how much money I had in that account and I said if I do this another 12 years I just kind of double it, kind of project on how much I will have. So that's almost, I'm looking at almost 25 years working at a job and I will have this amount of money. Mm -hmm. So, you know, most people work 25 years at a job and retire. So mm -hmm. I had to say, is that enough money for me to retire for? Mm -hmm. They say, hey, women lie, men lie, but the math don't lie. It wasn't, wasn't going to be enough. <laughs> it it, it, was, not, it yeah. was not going to be enough. So I had to start thinking uh, I mean, started coming up with some other ways. So, hey, I said, we're going to do it. And just, like I said, look at the benefits of real estate. And, and it was a no-brainer to me. So it sounds like you decided to borrow against a 401k from a job where you're actively employed. And uh, I think maybe it's a 403b. Yes. And uh, you decided to buy a, a, a nice Rolls Royce. <laughs> or, you know, you decided to, to go on a luxury vacation with that money, right? No, no. <laughs> what did you do? So I um, I used that money to, to make the down payment 
also I, I, I got enough to do the repairs on the house. Right, so it's important to notice here, if you're listening, that he used the money responsibly. A lot of times, uh, you know, folks will take out those loans and use the money in irresponsible ways. But on this podcast, we talk about um, buying rental real estate and we talk about buying assets that are going to generate revenue. Um, and that, in this case, is, is what uh, Ramon's talking about having done. So if that's one of the, the tools you want to use or want to consider using, uh, just keep in mind that this podcast is uh, our opinion, our advice. This is the way that right. we get stuff done. <laughs> We've both got stuff done this way creatively. Um, but you, are, of course, are going to have to follow the advice of your own CPA because here on this podcast, we're just talking and you're just listening. All right. So I can understand that the financial part would be a hurdle. Like mm -hmm. that could be a part that would really make a lot of people say, I just don't have enough money, right. you know, or I don't have it here, or I don't want to take it from here. Um, in your case, you get creative and you say, I have this pool mm -hmm. and you're going to use it. What was that process like? Was it pretty easy to get to it or was it, did it, was it a drawn out process? Yeah. You know, normally I would think it would, it would be pretty hard, you know, well, just to, hearing the other stories and stuff, they say you almost got to cut off an arm to get something, mm -hmm. you know, from your 401k or your 403b. But it was actually pretty easy. It actually surprised me on how quickly within um, three or four days they had cut me a check. Well, they didn't cut me a check. They actually put the money in my account. Okay. Of course, I had to prove it and show all the proper documents and paperwork. Mm -hmm. um, but it was actually pretty easy. I just called the company um, directly, uh, talked to some people. And um, they told me what I needed to, to have. I submitted the documents and they had the check, um, like I said, within three or four days. Mm. That's pretty, pretty amazing. So I want to talk specifically about this deal that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And let's talk about the numbers, right? Okay. So what was the purchase price of the house um, that you bought? Um, the purchase price was for 45000 Okay. And you were able to get some bank financing. Is that why you were able to get a down payment? Absolutely. Can you tell us those numbers? Um, so I had to put 20% uh, down. Okay, 20% down. Mm -hmm. And then you also said you were able to fund the renovations from that. Right. What, how much did renovations cost you? Uh, around 15K. Around 15,000. So if I'm, if I'm adding this up, I'm thinking you're, you're somewhere having to put in about 25,000 and we're using round numbers here. Mm -hmm. Um, that's for the down payment and the renovations, and then you've got the purchase price of the house of forty-five thousand. Right. Is that right? All right. So this is pretty cool. Like, do you have any idea of what the house is worth now? The house just right around the. I don't exactly, but you just use the comps in the area. So the house right around the corner from me. It's a lot smaller. I think it's a two-bedroom, one bath. Actually, sold for ninety thousand. Right. And yours is a three bedroom, two bath. Three bedroom, two bath. Yeah. And I'm I'm pretty familiar with the appraisals right now in, in this area. And so you've really created a lot of equity. We're talking about a house value that is now over $100,000 um, with you having about $70,000 in that property or less. Yes. Um, I mean, how does it make you feel that you're able to create that that? That that type of equity, seventy thousand, and let's just say one hundred and ten thousand. So forty thousand dollars in equity created in how many weeks? Uh, maybe about eight weeks. About eight weeks. How does that feel? Yeah, it makes you feel great. You know, you um, 
you read about the stories, um, you do your research, you hear about other people, but just actually getting into the game and actually creating that, that equity for yourself, it's, uh, it makes you feel awesome. Yeah, I remember like when I first started doing it, it's like in my personal job, I can't make $40,000 in eight right. weeks. It's like <laughs> no matter how much work I do, yes. I can't make $40,000 in eight weeks. But you were able to do it in eight weeks working for yourself. Working for yourself. Wow. So is this something that you would do again? Absolutely. Um, it's definitely um, the real estate game is, is definitely going to be one of the ways that um, I, I build wealth for, uh, for me and my family uh, to create generational wealth. Okay. Um, so I'm assuming that you rented the house out. Absolutely. Okay. Um, let's talk a little bit about that. Okay. So how much is the house now rented for? The house is now rented for nine seventy five a month. Okay. And what was the time frame on getting a tenant from when the house was ready to rent? Um, the time frame from uh, when we started repairs uh, was a month. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, the, and the tenant, they were actually on edge. That She actually moved in before I was really ready. So she, right. we were still doing repairs and she was like, I don't care. I want to go ahead and move in. She was ready. So did you have to market for the tenant or how did you find the tenant? I just put a sign up in the yard and people were calling me at least every other day. I didn't even have to do any other market. That's it. That's it. The sign. <laughs> That's it. I just put a sign in the yard and people drove by, they stopped, they called, and um, hey, we negotiated from there. Yeah, and this is a really good market for rentals right now. Uh, there's a big need for it. For it, So I'm glad you're able to, to benefit from that. Um, so you've talked a little bit about this, but... Um, specifically what are your future plans for real estate like are you getting ready to do another deal or what are you, what is your next steps yeah so i'm i'm currently um, looking for my next deal uh I'm, like i said i'm interested in single family homes looking to grow into duplexes triplexes um you know i've always liked the game of monopoly they say you know four houses equals one hotel mm -hmm. so eventually down the road hey i maybe even get into the uh into the hotel industry so i'm just looking okay. to continue to build my uh my portfolio yeah and that's the power of building a portfolio is now you have this forty thousand dollars in equity mm -hmm. that you can decide what you do with next you Absolutely. know whether you're going to uh get another single family house or whether you're going to buy a business or whatever but um, here, you know, we always promote rental real estate as as the means to build wealth um, for our family. So I'm excited for you. It's been great talking to you. Um, I don't want to let you go just yet because you're my first guest. Yes. And since you're my first <laughs> guest on the podcast, we have to start something. All right. You know, we have to start some kind of ritual that we do with first guests. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you a question that I'll ask every guest that comes on, every adult guest. All right. Yeah. That comes on the podcast <laughs> from now on. All, All right. right. What person in your life influenced you to get involved in rental real estate? Hmm. That's a great question. That's a great question. Um, like I said, just being around um, other people, um, you definitely had a great, great impact on that. Um, like I said, just reading books. Of course, everyone's favorite one is uh, Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, that's a good book. Yeah, <laughs> it definitely definitely opens your eyes up. Uh, definitely opens my eyes up to a whole another 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 side of, of wealth building that that they don't teach in school. Yeah. Um, 
as far as one person, hey, you you been showing me the ropes, hey. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it definitely, I gotta give my give my hats off to you. Yeah, well, it's been good having having those conversations. Mm -hmm. um, having those conversations, I imagine that you've got a, a, a happy lady at home that's also pretty influential. Yes. Um, knowing knowing her, how is how has your wife handled this whole process? Uh, well, it's it, it's kind of you know we always fear the unknown. Okay. Um, but as you as you sit down, I think communication is the key. As you talk them through the deals, talk them, uh, you know what's going on. As long as you keep them up, as long as I keep her up to date, um, I think she she trusts me, um, mm -hmm. and she believes in than than what we're trying to do. So just really just basing keep keeping that communication open, um, letting her know you know what the details are and what the plans are. Um, and I think she's on board with it. Well, cool, man. You you're ahead of the game. I'm I'm still trying to get I'm still trying to get that 100% buy-in. <laughs> but uh, no, my wife is is supportive as well, and it's important that you you keep that communication open. Yes. I think uh, if I if I had learned that sooner, things would have been a little <laughs> bit smoother. But now I'm just hey, I'm going to buy a house. Right. And I think it's uh, a little bit more communication needed uh, than than just that. But. I tell you what, it's been great talking to you. You're smiling. It looks like you you're happy. Oh, yeah. I haven't had a, I haven't seen your phone ring with a tenant calling you about a toilet. That's right. So I think you're safe. <laughs> they all knew. Um, <laughs> and hopefully we can check in with you down the road and see how um, your first year goes with this property. Uh, see if you get any more. I'm sure mm -hmm. you'll get more. Yes. Um, and see how it, it continues to bless your life. So I appreciate having you come on the show. Uh, this has been the Grab the Map podcast. Uh, again, if you want to reach out to me, I have an email address. It's grabthemap at gmail.com, and I'd love to talk to you. And this is where we don't just look at it, we grab the map. <laughs> <laughs>